Let's talk politics. Let's talk emotion. Let's talk about other movies we've seen. Let's talk about popularity. Let's talk about this baseball. Let's talk solutions. Come on, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Good morning, hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk, a podcast designed to promote and facilitate conversations for a better world. I'm your host, 22-year-old writer and journalist from Chicago, Illinois, Ryan Wangman, and today we've got a very fun episode in store. I'm joined by my 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 good friend, uh, good friend of the program, rising sophomore at Northwestern University, and also a TikTok celebrity in my opinion talia shaloff and i am so excited to be with you here today talia um and and we're go- again we're going to be talking about the latest craze sweeping the nation so important that the president even thinks that it should be banned and that is TikTok. um and so Talia, for those who who don't know, you know, there's a lot of people my age who who are not uh, familiar with TikTok, or, or especially my parents' age, they don't get it at all. I, explain a little bit about what it is that that is so captivating about TikTok, and what drew you to the platform. Well, thank you so much for having me on this podcast with TikTok themed episode, Ryan. I'm really happy to be here. TikTok is crazy that if you're not part of it, you really do need to join it because you're really missing out on something special. It's a platform for creators and watchers where you can really find the new big things despite having zero followers. You can really start from the ground up and build yourself into something really crazy. Uh, It really works in a way with the TikTok for you page algorithm lets you find creators that you probably would never be able to find on platforms like Instagram or Twitter or YouTube. And it really sorts you into groups of creators and watchers based on your activity and what you like and what you share. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, and so you know, you don't need to be modest. I, I don't know if I ran the numbers. We we've had some technical difficulties as we've we've gone on this podcast, but you know, you have thirty seven thousand followers on TikTok. You got two point seven million likes across your posts, but it can't it can't have always been easy to get this off the ground. So, can you describe what it was like when you were first creating posts, and what were you hearing from your friends and family as as you were kind of starting to build this following? Oh my gosh. This is going to be embarrassing. Well, I started TikTok a little bit over a year ago after being pretty reluctant to get it because it used to be called Musical.ly, which in my eyes, and I think most of my friends' eyes, was more of a middle school platform, lip syncing to different songs and doing these weird dances where you like move your hand around, changing the angle. And then it really just got rebranded into TikTok. And my friend told me it was the new Vine. And I loved Vine. So I was like, okay, I'll try it out. So I started to post and really i was hoping for some success but there was to no avail i didn't get many likes i would be sending it to my group chats and they'd be saying stop sending me these (laughs) uh they would be supportive at first they would like them but then i was just sending like three every single day and they were like talia i'm sorry i just can't put up with this anymore it's an obsession so i just kept on creating just for fun i actually went under a different alias called Club Penguin 33 because I was still still a little bit embarrassed about being on TikTok. It wasn't a popular thing. When I got to school, I didn't really want to like tell people I was on TikTok because it still was attached to Musical.ly. And I found two friends who actually were on TikTok and I was like, whoa, you like this? Me too. I'm obsessed with it. Please talk to me about this. And eventually I just kept creating and 
where I really had my first big break was making jokes about the coronavirus pandemic <laughs> when we were at school and different universities were starting to receive emails getting shut down and being put online i wanted to do a video with the trend when you you take pictures and your face morphs into another photo mm -hmm. and you compare yourself to someone else so i was just thinking what's a tv show or a movie where someone something in pop culture where people have to take online classes and I remembered this beloved commercial from childhood, <laughs> Education Connection. I was sitting in Deering Library at Northwestern and I was like, I have to do this right now. <laughs> so I made, with my AirPods in, was not doing my homework for finals, studying what I was supposed to be doing. I made an Education Connection themed TikTok about how all my all my classes are gonna be online. I'm gonna have to get my degree on my <laughs> own time through Education Connection. And all of a sudden it just started I went to dinner after not studying endearing and it just started <laughs> to like go viral. And that was something I had never experienced before. And I was like, finally, this is what is supposed to be happening and what I've been waiting for all along. Yes. What is that, you know, for those of us who, who have not gone viral, what is that? What is that feeling like? <laughs> oh my God. It was really kind of crazy because with that one, especially, I think the reason why it went so viral is because it was so relatable to both high school students and college students all across the country that I can check the exact numbers. It got so many shares on it. And that's people were telling me that they were receiving it in their pledge class group chats and their teachers were posting it on Canvas. It has 30,000 shares oh, and only what? 526 comments. So it has 125,000 likes. And I thought that was crazy because 30,000 shares is like, a very a big ratio to how many sure. people had liked it so i thought it was just crazy and teachers were posting on their canvas pages and i was like so many people have seen my face that was a weird feeling because i would just be walking into sergeant dining hall going to get food and someone would say to me i saw you on tiktok that was kind of scary about being viral i guess like quote unquote viral because i just was a girl with my username Club Penguin 33 I wasn't ever expecting anyone to associate this account with Talia Shulhoff. It was just kind of crazy. Yeah, and so when did you make the switch? You know, so you, now people are coming up to you, people are recognizing, you know, what you've done. When did you make the switch to to really start to associate it with your name and to, to be more comfortable, you know, expressing yourself with your identity? Eventually, I started to build more traction my niche on TikTok is really making sounds. Like TikTok really, I should have explained this before, TikTok is unique in the sound aspect of it, that when you post a sound, a video with an original sound or a video using a, like a song that a, a popular artist has created, every video that uses that sound is linked, kind of like a hashtag to the sound. So the original sounds that people create can get them really popular because everyone that uses that sound is then linked to the original sound creator. So mm -hmm. I started to have some pretty big users, pretty popular users using some of my sounds. And I kind of wanted it to be connected to myself mm -hmm. rather than to Club Penguin 33 because I honestly don't really remember why <laughs> I switched my name, but I just felt like it was time. 
I was, I felt that it was time to stop being embarrassed by having some TikTok clout. And I felt like <laughs> that I didn't need to hide it from other people because people were joining TikTok and people thought it was pretty cool. And I was just like, why not attach to my name? I think this is something that I don't need to hide my identity from because it's something that's such so, so very much a part of me. I use it so often mm-hmm. and I enjoy it so much that I might as well have it be something part of my normal life. And, and, you know, you talk about more and more and more people joining. Have you seen an attitude shift since the start of quarantine? Because it feels like to me, there's been a lot more people engaging with the app and, and you know, it, it's become less taboo uh, to, to be on there. 1000%, especially with quarantine. I am often thinking, I wonder if like, this whole pandemic and social distancing measures didn't happen, I wonder if TikTok still would have had this exponential growth. Because I think when people had so much time in quarantine and they were receiving from their friends that did give into the hype and download the app, they were receiving text messages in their group chats to these hilarious videos relating to the pandemic, something that is so relatable to everything everyone is going through right now. Mm -hmm. I think that is definitely a catalyst to why the app has become so popular and downloaded by everyone that we really like everyone that I know, at least I think that it, the pandemic as really horrible as it is and how tough of a situation it is kind of gave us all as a generation and honestly, as like a world and as a country, just something to connect over and TikTok really gave us a platform to almost use humor to make it a little bit lighter topic. Sure. And how would you say your, your for you page has evolved? Because for me, I've, it's, it's, you know, and for those of you who don't know, your for you page kind of changes with, with the videos you're liking, the videos you're, you're interacting with. I've gotten into the, the very, I've gotten into spiritual TikTok. I've gotten into like deep, deep, uh, deep TikTok. Um, I can't tell you how many uh, August 27th videos I've seen. I have but what what kind of videos are you are you seeing on your TikTok? Has that changed on, on your for you page? My for you page changes every hour, honestly. Sometimes I'm I'm on Lin Manuel Miranda TikTok, <laughs> and then other times I'm on Beans TikTok. Sometimes I'm on like Talking Bird TikTok, and sometimes I'm on I don't I'm on like TikTok sides I can't even describe. Or <laughs> but it's always changing. I could like one video of someone doing embroidery and then my entire for you page becomes embroidery but at least i'm not stuck on that because then i can just go find another video and then change my whole for you page again yeah and how does that how does that kind of uh, you know personalized algorithm because again you, you talked about this a little bit at the beginning but for, for somebody who's again not a user or maybe doesn't really understand again doesn't understand the hype how does that algorithm help you to continue getting fresh content? Because for me, it's it's an app that I can spend more time on because it doesn't feel like I'm just seeing the same thing over and over again. It's literally a whirlpool. I think that's why people spend so much time on it because you just keep scrolling and keep liking and it keeps changing as you like it. And then people are commenting. I sometimes will read through comments on my For You page and people are commenting, for you is really a little bit too much for me. Like they really know me a little bit too well. Um, I think that it's just kind of keeping me on the app because I'll keep scrolling. And I'm, I'm going to be like, wow, this, they really know exactly the kind of videos I'm going to like. 
And what have been, you know, maybe a few of your favorite TikToks that you've made, you know, whether they went viral or not, but, but which ones have you, are you really proud of? Um, I'm really proud of my first one that went viral, the education connection one, because I just felt like that was pretty clever. And after that, I think people really started using that as a joke about like education connection or like getting a degree is literally the exact same thing as something that was advertised in an infomercial. Um, I do think that I'm really proud of some TikToks that never went viral. Um, I made one with my family. That one went, it has less than 10,000 likes, which is still like close to 10,000. It's still pretty impressive and I'm proud of that. I made a few acapella videos with my family. I was in an acapella group in high school and I love music. So my family is pretty musical too. And we made some singing videos and I thought that that was really fun. Even if it didn't go wildly viral, I still had a great time making it with my family. It was a fun activity to do when we were all in our house together. Mm-hmm. And then some other ones, let me see. I've made, hmm, I've made a, a few cool ones inspired by other users that I really admire where you take a picture of every circular item in your house and it just looks really cool when the video plays. So I made one of those and even though that didn't go viral, I was still pretty proud of that and I enjoyed making it. Really, I don't really think that my pride in the videos is dependent on how many likes I get. I think that the ones I'm most proud of are the ones when I'm really enjoying myself when I get to make it. And and I guess shifting to a, a kind of a darker tone when you when you've heard and I'm sure you've been following and you know, I've seen seen your videos on this, uh, you know the Trump saga and what he's been trying to do with TikTok. What's been your thoughts on that and how has it impacted you as a creator? Well, I don't. I never would have expected to be so attached to TikTok when I first downloaded it, but the fact that Trump is thinking about well, is going to ban it unless a U.S. company buys it is like a little bit upsetting to me because TikTok is such a great like marketplace for ideas and it's something that has really connected our generation and it has been such a unique platform in that it can really kickstart someone's career. Like all the songs I hear on the radio right now are songs that got their start on TikTok. Doja Cat got popular because of a TikTok dance that popularized her song. And it really gives everyone such a, like an equal chance of making it big. Like all these new trends are starting on TikTok. TikTok can really make something extremely popular. And I think that without that app, our world is really going to be missing something big. And I don't think people are will keep saying that someone will make another one that's similar enough, the same way that Vine was replaced by TikTok. But even though TikTok is similar to Vine with like the comedy aspect of it, I don't think it even is the same. And I don't think that another app would be able to like duplicate what TikTok has. So I think it's really sad that Trump is thinking about getting rid of it because I feel like there are other things going on in our country right now of greater concern before certainly <laughs> before ta- yeah definitely other things of greater concern before taking away an app that has really helped people find a community and spread ideas and help people with their careers and just make people laugh in general yeah and and you say you know you talk about this as being irreplaceable as, as being a place where people can find community 
why has that been so successful you think when other social media platforms a lot of times get get flack get get pushback for being the honestly the exact opposite of that for sowing division for for making people feel less than what is it about tiktok that breaks that mold even though it's in that same category of social media i just think that people at least i and i think that just based on what i've seen i think that other people are similar people care less about their image on TikTok. If you don't have a viral video, if you don't get as many likes as you would have hoped to get, you have another chance. Like your next video could get on the For You page. You just can keep trying. And even if you don't want to go viral, it's still a place where you can find that community. And it, the algorithm, no matter how scary it is, how accurate it is, it's kind of comforting to see that like the social media platform is so catered to you. You can find your side of TikTok no matter what side you want to fall on. I think the other, especially Instagram, I think that there's this whole body image issue and like your identity and how people can get really self-conscious about themselves because Instagram I think is where you share like a fake side of yourself. I know some people will be like, your Finsta is your Brinsta. Like that's where the real you is, but your real Instagram, like what you publicly show to all of your followers, that's fake. I think TikTok is, for most people is really real. People are unapologetically like very genuine on that app. And some people are always <laughs> commenting, people are getting a little too comfortable on this app because there are some posts that are just really like no shame when the people are posting them. Like the content is just, I don't know, people aren't afraid to be embarrassed. They're not embarrassed at all. And, and what do your, what do your friends uh, who initially, you know, we're, we're not happy with your your constant stream of videos. What, what are they saying now? Um, I've stopped sending my videos to them, telling them to like it because I don't like, not that I don't need their help. It's just that like, I think they'll eventually see it if I just mm-hmm. like give them time. Um, they think it's really cool. Like sometimes they'll just send something in, in the group chat that has a sound that I've made. And they're like, Talia, your sound is all over my for you page or my camp friends or some college friends that I'm just like more of acquaintances that have been in my classes will text me and be like, when did you get TikTok famous? This is crazy. <laughs> Charlie D'Amelio and Addison Ray used your sounds. This is insane. I think that has been where the support has really come in. People, I don't know. My friends have like a, my high school friends have a private TikTok account where we all just have the password and log in and just make like random shenanigans, dances. They'll always like dance to my song, my sounds on that. And I think that's, that's fun to see. So I, I, a last question for you, and this is kind of a two-parter. So for, for somebody who's, who's listened to this and now they're kind of like, uh, should I join? Should I give, give your pitch as to, as to why somebody should, should give TikTok a chance. And then my second part of the question would be, you know, for people who are already on TikTok and, and are maybe interested in, in creating more, but they don't know where to start, what advice do you have for them? So kind of a two-parter for you. Okay. So people that are kind of on the fence, like, should I or shouldn't I? absolutely give it a try. I think that there are so many people who can attest to like, their own situation that they were reluctant to give it a shot and they never would have thought they would use it. And now they are so hooked. You'd be surprised. The algorithm really makes it so personal to you that you just can't stop scrolling. You're always just like one more. I'm going to go to sleep after I watch this one more. And then you scroll a little bit and you're like, okay, I have to watch this one now. <laughs> and 
you just have to try it. Even if you download it for 10 minutes, I think you'll really see how the algorithm starts matching what you'd like to see to what is presented to you. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to use it, but I think you will. <laughs> and second of all, if you want to start creating, I just feel like you can, there's so many options of what you can do. You can do comedy, you can dance, you can put out music. Uh, for me, it took a little bit of a while to find like my footing in what was my specialty on TikTok, and it really kind of came out in sounds. Um, and I realized that I should keep on putting that out there because of the popularity and like the good feedback I've received. One of my really popular ones is like I remixed Super Bass by Nicki Minaj with a Hava Nagila, like the Jewish like celebration song, and that went got up to Charlie D'Amelio, and now it's just really crazy. I've been getting so much feedback from like. Jewish TikTok who are saying like finally we're being recognized or like Charlie D'Amelio's post has more views and likes than there are Jews in the entire world, which is so <laughs> crazy. And But if you want to get started on TikTok, really just start creating. You, you don't have to find a specific niche from the beginning or even at all. I think that no matter what you create, there's someone out there that's going to like it and relate to it. So as long as you're just putting out content that you enjoy making and that you enjoy watching yourself, I mean, it's fun. It's just really like lighthearted, fun things that you can just do in your spare time and you'll be surprised at how much you'll enjoy making them. Well, Talia, again, thank you for being on the show today. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I've bought into the TikTok hype and now I kind of want to see what is it going to take for other people to get involved that have, you know, a lot of my friends have poo-pooed it um, and been like, I'm never getting on TikTok. Um, but again, if you've, if you've liked this episode, please share, please, you know, send it to other people. I'm trying to build this following here. Again, if you really like it, you can subscribe on Patreon um, for, you know, five bucks a month, get a bonus episode each and every week, as well as be a part of the community. But Talia, again, thank you for coming on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.